Hello and welcome to Unfiltered with Alexandra, a show for anyone interested in healthy lifestyle and positive mindset. Broaden your perspective by listening into casual conversations and unfiltered real talk I have with people that inspire me. Many of them I've met on my travels around the world. Welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered. If you're new around here or this is the first time that you're tuning in, I'm so grateful you found your way. These conversations are for you if you're passionate about life, body, mind and holistic lifestyle. Talking in today's episode with Melissa, she is besides a wonderful and warm-hearted soul, a feminine well-being educator and highly skilled holistic sexuality coach. She leads the way to open up real and authentic conversations around a vulnerable and sometimes taboo subject that is women's health, well-being and sexuality. Let's get into this conversation that is definitely for men as well. Get comfortable with a cup of tea, coffee or chocolate as Melissa would recommend. Melissa, thank you so much. Thank you so much for uh, accepting this invitation. And I think it's a very special way to be um, able to reconnect uh after i don't know a couple of years two years or so that we've seen Mm. each other in person so first of all for that thank you and welcome thank you i'm so honored to be here and to have this conversation with you as well so thank you for inviting me um if i am uh, i'm gonna ask it to you Uh, Can you introduce yourself a little bit to the people listening in and what in a daily life is very important to you? Like what drives you every day? Mm, Yeah, so I guess I'll start with the first bit and just introduce myself a little bit. Um, And that is that I'm a feminine well-being educator and holistic sexuality coach. So I work with women specifically around the menstrual cycle, fertility awareness and holistic sexuality. Um, And for me, what what brings me, um, did you say motivation? It's really like, you know, what's your daily motivation and what makes you do what you are doing today? What brought you to here? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I can go into a little bit of that. Um, so really it was my first yoga training five years ago that just brought in some body awareness because I love to party and drink excessive amounts and do all of the things. Um, So the first yoga training I did in Mexico, yeah, five years ago, five and a half years ago now, and um, it brought in body awareness and it also brought in this message like, what the hell have I been doing? Mm. (laughs) And what is this newfound like presence within my body and I don't want to smoke anymore and I don't want to drink so much. So um, it really started through finding body awareness and then a year later I went to Bali and I went to this workshop and it was called Understanding Sex. And, you know, I didn't know anything about this kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. Like I had always enjoyed sex and I loved intimacy and, excuse me, and, it was always something that I enjoyed, but mm. never had I really gone and explored it myself. So I went to this workshop in Upwood in Bali 
And I was like, no one's going to know I'm going here. Like, okay. I'm just going to go to this yeah. workshop and, yeah, see what it's all about. And it really flicked the biggest light bulb on for me, learning about breast massage, learning about self-pleasuring, learning about sensuality, femininity, mm. your body, like all of these things that I was just thinking, what the hell? I'm mm. 28 and I don't know. You any. were 28 by then already. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> so this, so you can say it's almost like you started out with the first yoga training and it almost like it opened your eyes to a whole new world. Mm. Yeah. 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 Just a body awareness world, right? Yeah. Being in my body, like partying, drinking and doing all those things is like how to get you out of your body and just like have liberation, yeah. Yeah. unconscious liberation. So this was like finding liberation in a <laughs> conscious way of being in my body. And what being in my body meant was being in my sexuality, sensuality, femininity, mm. my pleasure, all of those things. So, yeah, from there, that that was it for me. I was like, right, I am on a mission to learn okay. everything and anything. Um, okay. And I did. I, I ended up flying around the world to to explore certain modalities around femininity, sexuality. Um, I did more yoga trainings, which is where I saw you in India. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, would that have been three years ago? Uh, yeah, I think it is two and a half, uh, and a half years ago by now. Mm. Yeah. It's like a long time ago, yeah. <laughs> but it, it is strange yeah. that, um, no, it's not strange. It is um, interesting to her that, that, to hear that everybody has their own reason to start off on their journey of, um, a yoga training and um, I know mm. from being a teacher at trainings and even myself when I started out with my first training I never did it to become a teacher I was just mm. like drawn into from what is all this stuff with yoga and why does it make me feel good that's why I mm. did my first training so you went in there and you discovered as well a whole new world um, a whole new part of yourself that you were not mm. connected with before that and Indeed. from there, you develop completely into what you are doing basically now, day by day, day, every day, like you're empowering women. But then there is a good question. I want to ask it at the beginning from, from, from this podcast as well. Um, mm. You wrote a really beautiful post. It's a couple of weeks ago. And mm. that is an ode to good men. Mm. Like, I read that and I saw that text is really like, okay, so I'm going to as well, you know, put it in the description below because it was so beautifully written. Should men listen into this conversation as well? Should they, because feminine um, awareness uh, as well, a little bit empowerment and sexuality is just as important for men to get to know as for women totally yeah and there is a big fat yes to your question <laughs> big fat yes i like that i like that because i have the idea that if we look in uh in generations that uh, the younger generation like i think uh men in their i don't know around the 30 
to 25-30, they have a different understanding of uh, femininity as, for example, people that are a little bit older. If I look to my own age group, like, okay, I have to be honest with that, you know, it's around the, uh, between 45 and 55 years old. Men are so different and absolutely, mm. like, closed off for this. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's also like spirituality just blossomed yeah. and boomed in the last 10 years, you know, like consciousness, even eating organic, you know, yeah. like that was seen as something weird. I remember being younger and not telling people that we shopped at organics. Like my mom's a hippie. She's a homeopath. And like we wouldn't tell anyone that we ate organic really because it's like, well, it's a bit weird. Um in the morning I'd be given green smoothies and just like hold my nose and chug it back. <laughs> okay. But then all of that became quite normal. And in yeah. fact, now is a way of living and a way of living so that you can thrive in your life. So you can get the best out of your life. So yeah. I believe that comes with the awareness around all of this work as well, is that it only started really like becoming normal and blossoming in the last like 10 to 15 years yeah there is a lot that starts to be normalized if right now you're yeah. going to like a women's circle or a full moon circle like i did it last weekend i went to a full moon circle right now it is a normal thing to say but mm -hmm. it is as well and still in the eyes from a lot of people really like are you going to do witchy stuff? Are you going to be like the witch? <laughs> and, you know, yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> what is all this about? All these women together and, you know, what mm. is this all about? But I think it is very beautiful to see that it is a very, um, the feminine energy is a very beautiful energy. And if a woman feels confident and secure within herself, um, that she can bring so much more into the world uh, as mm. not having that security. Yeah, and not only for herself, but other women. Yeah. You know, like if a woman is fully embodied and thriving, she is able to hold and inspire that space for other women to do the same if mm. they are ready. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. the power of women coming together. It is, yeah. I really like that. I really like that idea as well behind that. What did you take away from your yoga training? So you learned a lot in your yoga trainings, but you know, in the Western world, it is now seen as still seen as a practice, as a physical practice. Mm. I like to describe yoga as really a form of living, a way of living. Uh, so I mm. always try to let people, when they have taken a class, take. what do you take away when you roll up your mat and you step away into your life? So what means yoga to you away from the physical practice? Yeah. Being connected to my body, like all I'm thinking about right now is embodiment. Like how mm. can I embody harmony? How can I embody peace? How can I embody awareness? How can mm. I embody balance? Like mm. actually living that and not just talking about it, right? Not just being like, oh, yes, and this is how you bring in balance into your life. This is what harmony is. It's like when you do yoga, there is this beautiful balance of the yin and yang and how can I bring that into my every single day? Like, how can I choose rest? How can I choose flow? How can I choose ease in the challenge? Mm. So it's just like this constant 
contrast of when I'm challenged in my yoga practice, how can I breathe and relax into it? When I'm resting, how can I be aware that my thoughts are just thoughts and that they pass by rather than attaching to them? So, so much like that question is huge and I could go on for hours, (laughs) but it's really just bringing in awareness and embodiment and living. It is, yeah, it is definitely a very, uh, the question is small, but the answer is big. And that's Mm. every time when we come back to this question, when I'm asking people, yeah, but what is yoga? Is that if you take it outside of what we see as the physical practice, and then when we take it into our life, you know, what is it? What is left if we take Mm. the mat out? what What is going on then in the rest of your day? Yeah. Is it also a form of um, creating, um, I like the word rituals a lot, and it is basically mm. a fancy way of saying habits, you know, but these are healthy habits that you create to start of your day and to end of your day. Do you mm. have certain things that you would do daily as in how, how do you start your perfect day, for example? Mm. Perfect day would be, I actually started my perfect day yesterday. It was great. So give my my man a kiss while he's still sleeping and I crawl out of bed and then I come into my office space mm-hmm. and I would meditate 15 minutes and then I would do some embodiment. So I have a playlist. I have my noise-canceling headphones on so I can get some bass into my eardrums um, and then just move my body for half an hour. Like, what mm. am I feeling? Um, yesterday I had a really crappy dream. So it's like, cool, what, what did that bring up in me? And let's move this out of my body. So embodiment practice and then it would be um either pulling a card maybe some angel cards having a shower and then doing a breast massage practice and moisturizing my body and then putting on some like nice clothes and some little earrings that and then making a tea and starting my day that is my ultimate day and something I commit to almost every day so just the way how you start off your day is um almost uh, creating the quality into your day because throughout the day you bring this quality of your start sorry um, with you in the rest of your day so if you would start of your day what a lot of people are doing running uh, you'll be running the whole Mm. day if you start off the day by doing your favorite things Um, that sensation is going to stay with you throughout the day. You can call back into that, even if you are in a moment from, oh, I've got a little bit of stress right now, but Mm. you can recall back in that feeling. You can tap back into that. I love that. Love that. Good excuse not to run in the morning now. I'm like, no, I'm never going running because I'll be done. (laughs) Well, yeah, Uh, you you can go running in the morning, but I think, uh the way how you go up to that like you know if you wake up in the morning into your bed take a few stretches do a dog do a cat uh you know animals they stretch before they start to move and we are sort of animals as well so it's really like you know why don't we stretch before we you know put weight on our feet and then we start Mm. our day in that so bringing uh, mindfulness into uh, 
the waking up process and as well bringing mindfulness into the falling asleep time of the day yes yeah yeah yum yum (laughs) (laughs) um can you then say that this is a description of living well you know i there's a lot of talk on wellness in the world uh but what does wellness mean and that means for me finding quality throughout my day um getting back into a quality from living um and of Mm. course this changes the whole time what what is the description of living well throughout the day mean for you like i know you are also like me a lot on calls uh do you take breaks in between how do you create that sense of living well if you are in a workflow for example Mm. yeah great question um and like the biggest thing for me is rest so yes I'm coaching and I'm on these calls and in between calls I will always either take like some kind of essence of the feminine right on these calls I'm I'm in flow but I'm still very much in a structured holding space position masculine so after the calls like throughout my day is like where can I rest even if it's making a cup of tea and sitting on the back doorstep with a cup of tea and just soaking in some sun or, you know, before this call, I did 15 minutes of yoga nidra and then I ate some really beautiful um, food. So it's just constantly this balance of how can I take some rest and how can I nourish myself so that I'm showing up as my best self for my Mm. clients. Um, So, yeah always finding back the quality in there because what um what as a coach is very important is that you basically live what you are uh holding space for for others and that you are Mm. coaching others in so if you are not living up to your standards what you're trying to teach somebody else or trying to guide somebody else in that um, mm. it becomes very difficult to coach so someone can. from the heart. You know, I always have that sensation if you are teaching, um, no matter what, if you're teaching English or yoga or you're coaching somebody, um, it has to come from deep, deep, deep down within. Mm. And yeah, I you've always, got to be able to feel yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I, mm. I, I always think it's, it's, it's important to feel butterflies Uh, I always have a little bit of butterflies before I start a podcast recording or before I need to teach a class, uh, Mm. before I get on a call with someone. If it's a new client or, you know, already a client I've been working with for a longer time. Mm. The little jump of a butterfly in my belly, I think it's a good sensation because it means it comes from really deep down within. Mm. I'm not sure if you're experiencing that as well. Yeah, I do. And, you know, I get excited easily. So I feel like the excitement (laughs) is that butterfly. So maybe I've like, I felt like that post, the ode to good men. I really felt that I got so excited when I had the idea that I just went and sat on my bed and I wrote out this whole thing about Mm -hmm. good men. Mm. And when I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to post this. This is so good. Like I just feel it. And yeah. 
Yes, of course, after I've posted, I'm like, oh, no, how's this going to be received? Like, you know, there's that little bit of nervousness, but it's, yeah. it's so wrapped up in excitement and a deeper knowing that it's always like it's a pleasure to feel that as well. It's not scary. No, I don't think that is a scary thing. I think butterflies mm. is a good thing. I always have yeah. it that... Um, I had a conversation with uh, a teacher today, a yoga teacher. She's teaching not that long yet, um, mm. maybe less experienced in the number of classes she's been teaching. And she was a little bit nervous. And I said, that's great. That's amazing. Mm. I said, that means it touches you by the heart. It touches you within you. And perfect. I said, if you would not have had butterflies this morning, I would have been worried. Then you would not have been in the right <laughs> yeah. spot. And she really yeah. had to laugh about it. She said, oh, okay. <laughs> and all of a sudden, just relaxing into that. I thought it was so beautiful to see. I really like, oh, so it's okay to feel that nervousness <laughs> because, yeah. yeah. But it, ex it, it expresses in a different way for, for everyone, of course. It yeah, shouldn't. It totally. shouldn't be too much because then you freeze up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're feeling butterflies that take over. Yeah, yeah. then you then you then you totally do that. Um, is there anyone, and this can be a famous person, or this can be somebody who is much closer by, or somebody you've met somewhere with all your travels around the world. Um, the person can be still alive, maybe not, uh, that you would like to sit down with. First of all, do you prefer tea, coffee, chai, matcha latte? Cacao. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Who would you like to drink a cacao with? You know, like I, I so many people like I would love to sit down and have a cacao with one of my teachers Layla Martin who I did my uh, coaching training with all of last year I would love to sit down and talk about pleasure and tantra and all the beautiful things with her so I'd love to have a cacao with her um I'd love to have a cacao with Elisa Vetti who is a woman's health like nutritionist she's just amazing um, and I'd also love to to sit down and have a cacao with my sister. We just with had the best sister. chats. Ah, yeah. Awesome. That's amazing. Didn't you do like a road trip with your sister? Like we, to the countryside? And I think that was that must have been last year already then. Yeah, we, we she's got a van. So we've mm. done a few little van trips together which is so fun we are literally the best of friends so it is so fun just hanging out with her I love her so much and if you right now would sit with her like in your van and have a cacao together and looking at maybe let's call it starry night tonight you know it's a beautiful evening it's a starry night conversation what would it be about what is like living in both of your lives right now really Mm. On, on the surface what is important it would be woman's health so yeah. she's also working in the woman's health sector really so honestly oh, yeah. we just get so deep into she's super creative as well mm. so when we get together it's like let's do this let's do that woman's health did you know it's just honestly fireworks most of the time 
I'm just overwhelming her with all of my ideas. <laughs> and I just giggle because she just said to me the other day, oh, wow, I can't keep up with you. <laughs> You're going too fast. There's too much at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's too much That's excitement. Are you very um, different? Are you are you very different, like in 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 energy in in how you work? Yes and no. Like we're both creatives. We both work really hard, mm. um, and we're both very driven. But she probably relaxes and chills me out a bit more, and she uh -huh. is structure for me. So I'll say, okay. I've thought of this and doing that and da da da, and she's like, right. Let's just pull it back to the basics, should we? Should we just start with this one here? <laughs> so I'm very grateful. I I tell everyone, you know, I have two coaches in life because I work for myself, so I don't have anyone to kind of bounce ideas off. That's my sister and my boyfriend. So yeah. I always check in, what should I do? Should I do this? And my sister says no. And then I talk to my boyfriend, he'll say something else and yeah. So. Yeah, but it's nice to have somebody who you can check in with and just to, you know, have a little bit that feeling conversation really like, okay, what feels right? And sometimes it's beautiful that you can, you know, have very open the question, what should I do? I'm stuck. Come yeah. on, help me out here. Give mm -hmm. me something. What do you do when they say opposite things? <laughs> I just discern that, you know, it's like, right. Where is it coming from? And is it helping me? Usually I need time. Mm. My sister's very good at going, do you want my advice? Mm. And sometimes I'll say, no, I don't. I already know what I need to do. I just wanted to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Other did, times I'm, I say I, yes. I'm just telling you for this for information. That's yeah. nothing more than that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, last year has been a crazy year. We're still in a sort of like a in a in a very strange situation. Some areas of the world, other areas of the world, nothing is going on anymore. Um, mm -hmm. I have definitely uh, gotten some beautiful insights on myself, on humanity, on how the world works or not works, and. Um, Yeah, very beautiful insights, I have to say. And so I'm very grateful. I also have been able to um, shift and change um, thanks to that. Thanks to that, you know, big pause button that was hit all over my head. Really like, okay, you have to pause mm. right now. Okay. Is there anything that um, you can recall from the last year or that you learned from the last year that you would like to um, give your future self as advice hmm. I think it's always just staying flexible to opportunity hmm. in the sense that the world will always change whether there's a pandemic or not you'll yeah. always be challenged in ways that bring you to the edge of your comfort And instead of always having structure and the no, this is how I do it, or no, it's like actually how can I bend and shape this mm. to feel really good in my body, but also to expand me, to challenge me to grow even more. So, yeah, for me, it's what I've learned is, is flexibility and how that can create so much opportunity when you're open to flexibility. Yeah, I love that. I really love that. Mm. I can totally vouch for that as well. 
flexibility mm. do you also see that as allowing yourself to lean in to something and to feel if it feels right if you feel supported if you feel grounded and nurtured in that space and if you don't see from oh this is not totally it i have to uh, adapt a little bit pivot a little bit change a little bit and then see if this around here feels a little bit better Totally. That is how last year yeah. went for me. I was leaning yeah. in every time and then and then I felt the shift again. I was really like, okay, I need to go there, then it's fine. Uh, because I feel more yeah. like supported as if I you had like a big wall behind me. So okay, here mm. I feel good. And uh, mm. I went into that direction. Totally. Yeah, without leaning in. Yeah. Like I visualize a bouncy castle, you know, mm-hmm. like you go okay. in there and you bounce off this wall and then yeah. you bounce off that wall and it, it takes you to different places. Like maybe mm. if you bounce off that wall, it'll spring you to the right and another, yeah. you know, so without leaning in, you won't know what feels good. So you've got to take that courage to be able to lean in, right? That's beautiful. Yeah, courage, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You need to jump. Yeah, you need to try yeah. as well. So you need to trust in that one and just try and just see if it, if it is the right thing for you to do. But mm. um, don't be afraid if it doesn't work out. Mm. Not being afraid yeah. in, in trying because, you know, from trying we learn and then you have discovered totally. if it's something from you or not totally um, yeah yeah G- give it a go go crazy totally. give it a go <laughs> you never like when have you ever met a super wealthy man or woman that hasn't failed in their life because of failure they have succeed exactly they're taking they risks right. yeah yeah they've taken risk and they've tried and then they change and they said okay nothing works i need to do it differently and then they get somewhere yeah Exactly. I love that. There is no yeah. successful person that has not failed at anything. Failed. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, failure is good. It gives you little yeah. lessons in that. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. Mm. Femininity. Um, had quite a few talks recently with people about traveling solo as a woman. Mm. Um, you said in the beginning a little bit in the introduction that you have been traveling to very diverse places Uh, you live in New Zealand uh, Auckland I think is it yeah Mm -hmm. Um, have you ever been to an area to a country uh, traveling solo that you did not feel safe not really I mean when I was in India, there was a situation where I felt unsafe mm. um, and I quickly took myself out of it. Mm. But otherwise, I haven't. I haven't. When I was actually traveling through India, I felt not necessarily unsafe, but being a white woman in India traveling by herself was just, I mean, you've done the same, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> And you're taller than me as well. So it's like just there's something about that that feels yeah. on edge. And also I'm just paranoid. 
of you get a lo- you get a lot of attention let's say it like yeah. that but I never felt unsafe and people have asked me about that and I said I've never had one single moment within India that I felt unsafe and I've been to mm. odd places um, mm. I think this has a lot to do with uh, you can be alert uh, yes. especially when I travel I am alert on where I am but I am not holding back in exploring Mm. and standing out. It's very easy when you're a certain height (laughs) and you're like, you know, you've got light color color skin. Uh, It's very easy to stand out, especially in Asia. So Mm. (laughs) um, people will look at you, but if you sp- if you speak about um, being uh, being a woman and traveling around solo is, I think it is hundred percent safe as long as you um, stay in certain areas, a little bit alert on the yeah. environment. Totally, yeah. yeah, and like the normal things, not going out till late at night by yourself yeah. and yeah. walking. You know, like a, other than the incident that I had, which. I, you know, maybe it would have been fine, um, maybe not, but it was very easy for me to pull myself out of that situation as well and just go, cool, won't be doing that again. <laughs> That's not for repetition, that level. Yeah, yeah. Um, what can we expect from you over the next, like you mentioned before, you're like the creative person. There's ideas coming out of you as in, you know, in the speed of the fastest train in the world. <laughs> um, um, is there anything that you are uh, creating at the moment in the middle of creating or is mm. up and coming very soon? So you want my secrets? Hmm. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So what I can say to this is there's lots, there's lots coming. Um, Okay. I'm super excited about it. But um, my sister, she's a um, designer, a web designer as well, uh, graphic designer. So she's actually designing my website right now. um, And I will be launching my one-to-one holistic sexuality coaching package out to the public because I've been doing that just privately at the moment. Okay. Um, and also I'm launching a holistic sexuality course as well, a 10-week um, program and training for women. So, And there's a few other things in there, but I better keep some surprises. These are surprises to go. Um, <laughs> this is beautiful, by the way. I can't wait to see the new website coming out because already the one you have looks great. But if you say your sister is a graphic designer, then it must be something like amazing. Uh, mm. be- because with all the artwork that you bring out, it's like, you know, you make it very, um, you talk on every topic very open Mm. but you present it very beautifully and Mm. it is also very beautiful like you know the feminine body is a beautiful um it's a beautiful body to see and everything that it's capable of doing and how it works and yeah sometimes it doesn't work and then finding out the why not but everything Mm. that you present in that is beautiful thank you are you 
um, focusing on specific age groups or is there like, you know, what are you most drawn to? What is the most people you work with in a certain age group or is it just very open? It's it's not to a certain age group because no. I would hate this work to restrict someone yeah. that they couldn't tap into their femininity mm. at 60, you know, or they <laughs> yeah. couldn't tap into their sexuality at at 50 or, you know, so yeah. it's like how I work is I really work in a way. So I, I explain it in these three ways. So mm. there's my front row crowd who's like who 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 cheer me on yeah. like want more information yeah all ages right maybe they crowd surf maybe they don't and then there's the ones that are like in the back seated down and they're enjoying the information I'm sharing but they may mm. never come right up to the front of the stage and then there's the ones who are maybe just peering through the glass in the door at what's going on inside mm. the stadium and they'll never walk in the door, but they're still curious and they're still watching and they're still listening in. Uh, yeah. They may be 50, 30, 20, 70, who knows? So I have this analogy of speaking to three different crowds, the ones uh, who are right there ready and want more, 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 the ones who sit in the back who are curious, enjoy bits of information, not yeah. everything, and then there's the ones who are, a little bit more conservative and who really enjoy yeah. just like listening or watching from a distance. So no age, just an analogy of reach. Yeah. I can also, I think that's very beautiful because it's very difficult. There's so much talk about, you know, what is your ideal client in the coaching world at the moment that it completely drives me crazy. Is that, but I don't want to exclude anyone out of there. Plus, uh, why should we exclude someone from the services that we that we give mm. and everybody is like included in that and we do have specialties so the people should be drawn to you because of mm. something that you know really well or um because the way how you work or the energy that you that you bring out in the world yeah I agree yeah, because the people that are just peeking through the glass door in the back, what you just said, it might be that from their past, and depending if they're like 20 or 30 or 50 years old, um, they might be raised in a very different way that everything yeah. femininity is very difficult to talk about. Exactly. Because yeah. we are brought up yeah. so differently as well. So mm. um, I can recall that. Or I can imagine that some uh, some people are just brought up in a way that everything femininity, we don't talk about that at home. And here's a book, uh, deal with it yourself. <laughs> That's about it. Totally. And I've also yeah. heard the other side that basically the daughters were taken by their moms. Uh, wait, well, this is your body and look at it and look how beautiful yeah. it is. And this is how you function. Okay, that's a total different side of the story. Mm. So that's all. I I think it's interesting to see from where the people are coming from. But I think it's beautiful that you're so inclusive. Like everybody is welcome. This is the information I share, and everybody can come. And you know, the door is open, and you decide if you open the glass door, yes or no. Yeah, totally. That's it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, do you have 
a last few beautiful words for the people listening in? Mm. I, you, you know, the first thing that comes to mind really is just to know and it really like comes from working with other clients and, and, and working with other women as mm. well as just knowing your capability to be able to live a life that you truly desire. Like oh, wow. every single woman has the capability of doing that. They don't need validation, someone to tell them how to do it or what's right or what's wrong. But if you truly desire something, that you can unlock that power and be able to live that. That is beautifully said and amazing. And I think these are beautiful words to uh, close our conversation with. Mm, yes. thank I you thank so you. thank you so much as well for your time and I hope we're going to meet one day again in person so you're going to get yes. like a real hike and this time you're going to get it this time it's a virtual one um, mm. yes uh, I appreciate you all the work and all the information you put out in the world your energy your big smiles and your enthusiasm as well <laughs> thank you Alex <laughs> yes virtual hug right back to you thank you so much